the children of the Force. Welcome to episode 98 of Children of the Force, a podcast about Star Wars by one adult and his two kids. I'm Alna Watsky, the adult. <laughs> I'm Alna Watsky, the adult. And I'm Anna, and I'm 11. Yeah. Yeah, okay. And I'm Liam, and I'm 21. 21, all right. Well. <laughs> <sighs> okay, that's how this... In reality, I'm Anna, and I'm 11. Yeah. And who are you? I'm Liam, and I'm 21. That's how this episode's going to go? Yeah. He's nine. <laughs> He's nine. Hey, nine years old. And your daddy and your... <laughs> yes, the adults. Your and daddy and your... I'm adults. not 40. <laughs> All right. You're one year younger than 40. <laughs> sure. So, uh, yeah, we're back talking about some Star Wars. Yeah? So we're recording this on, on Monday... And uh, it's President's Day, so you kids have the day off of school, and so do I. So we're home all day today, and, uh, you know, we have time to record now. We figured we'd take that opportunity, even though the two-episode premiere of the second half of the last season of Rebels... (laughs) (laughs) The two-episode premiere of the second half of the last season of Rebels Ah, uh, (laughs) is tonight, and... um, you know, I know we're going to want to talk about that, but we'll probably just uh, cover it on our next episode. Um, I've heard some rumblings that it's one that we're going to want to talk about. That's all I've heard. So, we'll see. We'll see how it is. Um, I'm a little worried uh, about Kanan. I worry about Kanan. Just going to put it out there. Anyway, let's talk about some yeah, stu- uh, some Marvel Cinematic University stuff. That we've been up to, because uh, that's kind of what we've been into these days. We've uh, we've watched the rest of the Avengers, and we watched Iron Man three. Whoa! Yeah. Um, so, what do you kids think of Iron Man three? Iron Man three was pretty good. Pretty good, Liam. I like pretty it. good. Iron Man two is still my favorite. Wow. Okay. I like Iron Man one. And I think Iron Man three is maybe my favorite of all of them, which is an unpopular opinion. Most people do not like Iron Man three that much. Um, I thought. I really liked it. I love that, like, Tony Stark is dealing with anxiety. Uh, what I don't like is yeah, that I it was never really resolved. Um, I liked seeing him deal with an issue like that, but they never really... I don't, and I don't think they touch on it later on either. There was never, like, a here's how he got it under control sort of thing, right? I know, but you've always seen him dealing with his heart problems. Yeah. But maybe, at the end of this movie... Oh, maybe getting the shrapnel taken out helped him... Yeah. Not be so anxious? Yeah. Maybe, maybe. But I feel like that's, you know, anxiety is a mental issue. So mental health, a lot of times, uh, it takes real therapy. Not talking with your friend who is a, <laughs> a gamma radiation specialist. Uh, <laughs> and, and medication sometimes, right? I mean, sometimes people need medication to get their mental issues under control, right? So I would like to have seen something like that. You know, like now he needs to go on some sort of anti-anxiety yeah. medication, and that's fine. Maybe his anxiety, maybe he just got over it, because hmm. a, a bunch of the stuff in his life was like... He got... That was like... Well, not all of it, mm. but some of the stuff that was mm-hmm. like on him mm-hmm. got lifted off, I guess. Well, he he just, he just destroyed all of his suits, right? Uh-huh. Got rid of those distractions, I, right? Yeah, yeah, I love I love how he's literally just driving on the highway, talking to um, the kid mm-hmm. in the 
thing and he's and they're just talking and stuff and all of a sudden he just walks out of his door slams his door and like falls down on the ground screaming because of his anxiety issues mm. like oh, he just runs he out of the to... car and he's like oh please are freaking me out yeah oh, you liked seeing okay. him deal with that yeah like seeing Tony like, Stark dealing with that if you say anything more about New York I'd literally gonna freak out at you mm, yeah <laughs> love that yeah I mean, it wasn't meant to be funny. I know, but you're I know. just you like seeing him, yeah, I like. like that, right? Yeah, um, it makes it makes him more relatable, right? It makes Tony Stark seem like more of a real person because, of course, if you do those sorts of things, you're you're going to have issues like that, right? I also love when Tony Stark mm-hmm. is just like to the kid. Remember when I told you about bullies? And then he just like mm, yeah. does that thing and says, like, "Anyways, anyway. this is probably getting into a more like a Marvel." podcast and a Star Wars podcast, so let's get to uh, the Star Wars Always news. keeping us on track, Anna. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's head on over to the news. And since we've last talked, uh, a solo poster came out that was in the same style as all those single character posters, but this one has multiple characters in it. I love that. We got Beckett and uh, Chewie and Han and Kira and Lando and L337. So yeah, um, pretty pretty cool poster. Uh, it's not like the final solo poster. There's going to be an official movie poster that'll come out later. Um, I, think I think that'd be a cool official yeah, one. Yeah, but they usually come out with a more traditional one. I'm assuming they will for solo also. Also, I like how it's wrinkled on the edges. It makes it look more like... Mm, it looks like an actual cool. piece of paper. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know why it is, but it does look cool. <laughs> uh, maybe it's supposed to be like a wanted poster, maybe. Oh, yeah. Kind of, right? Give you that kind of old Western yeah. feel. Yeah. Um, and it's not white. It's not white. It's like a yellowed piece yeah. of paper, kind of like an old old piece of paper. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's quite a bit of information that has come out about Solo. In the last week, uh, John Favreau is going to be voicing a, uh, according to Ron Howard, a very cool and important alien character in Solo. And John Favreau is, uh, he's happy in Iron Man. That's John Favreau. Oh, Yeah, cool. he's also a director uh, in his own right. He uh, directed the Jungle Book, the live-action Jungle Book. Cool. Um, and other stuff also. Uh, he actually directed the first Iron Man. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, maybe even the second Iron Man. And he was in it? Yeah, he was in it too. Yeah. That's weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, John Favreau was sort of uh, sort of responsible George. for how good, like how well the Marvel Cinematic Universe has done. Because it was his idea to do that first Iron Man movie and make it the way it was made. And it was so popular that everybody's like, yes, give us more of this. You know? That's so yeah. cool. George yeah. um, George Lucas was in a was in Attack of the Clones. Revenge of the Sith. Attack of the Clones. Revenge of the Sith. Revenge of the Sith. <laughs> yeah, at the Opera House. Yep. Yeah. I guess <laughs> he was a Pantoran. Yep. But yeah, he it happens. He wasn't like he didn't really have any yeah. main lines. Happy no, not at all. He right. Has no lines. Happy does have quite he a bit of lines. He plays a pretty thing. good, like a pretty important character sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Gareth Edwards was in Rogue One, the director of Rogue One. He was the guy who, uh, I think, closed the door so that they could escape in the Tantive Four at the end. Yeah. Anyway. 
Well, um, yeah, so that's a pretty big part, but... Oh, no, yeah, well, not really. But, but no speaking lines, yeah. Right, but... Yeah. So. Uh, also, John Favreau was the voice of Pre Vizsla in The Clone Wars, which is kind of cool. So, he's going to be voicing another character in Star Wars. So, good for him. Uh, and we got some news that J.J. Abrams has hired Paul Inglis to be the supervising art director for Episode Nine. Uh, so this guy did the art direction for Blade Runner, the new one, the 2049, which looks really cool. I don't think you kids have even seen the preview for it, but it looks beautiful. I haven't seen the movie yet, What's but I Blade know. Runner? Um, well, the original Blade Runner came out in the eighties and it stars Harrison Ford as the main character. Um, and it's about like far in the future in Los Angeles, I believe. I've only seen it once. Um, but there's uh, replicants, which are basically like uh, androids that look like humans. And he is a replicant hunter. He hunts them down. And uh, because I think it's illegal to have replicants, I think. I can't remember exactly. Anyway, so Blade Runner 2049 is, you know, the sequel to that that uh, Harrison Ford is also in and just came out last year and is beautiful. Like what I've seen of it, I know it looks beautiful. I'm, I can't say anything about whether or not the movie's good because I haven't seen it, but I know a lot of people really like it. But this guy also did some other movies that look really cool, like Prometheus and Children of Men, which is a personal favorite of mine. And he also was the art director for some of, I think just some of the Game of Thrones, which is another Game of Thrones connection. A lot of Game of Thrones stuff going on in Star Wars, right? Two things. More than two. Gwendolyn Christie was in Game of Thrones, uh, who plays Captain Phasma. Oh. Yeah. And the Three? actor who plays Kira four. is a main character in Game of Thrones. Yeah. Four. Well, four. I think there's probably more than that, but yes, four, four big ones. Uh, yeah, so Solo, more Solo news. Uh, we have book news. Entertainment Weekly came out with a list of a bunch of books, and we're going to go through and talk about some of these. So... Notably absent on this list, I'm going to say right off the bat, there is no announcement for a solo novelization. Now, I don't know if that means that there's just not going to be one, or if it's going to come out later, kind of like The Last Jedi is, right? Which is, that's coming out in March. The Last Jedi novelization. But maybe they're just not going to do a novelization for Solo. That wouldn't be so bad. I wouldn't mind that that much, I guess, you know, I like, I like reading those novelizations, but I'd rather have an original story, right? I don't know. What do you think, Liam? Um, no. You want the novelization? Yeah. Yeah. It is nice to have that on your bookshelf, you know? Uh, and, and a lot of times it gives like, you know, extra scenes in the movie and stuff like that. Um, it's also nice to be able to read it for me, at least. I know I like reading that story because I kind of, I can read the dialogue that's in the movie, like over and over again, if I want to, and sort of, you know, internalize that better and really understand the motivations for the characters better. And yeah, but it looks like this, this book, this first book that we're going to talk about is kind of the big one, right? This is the, the novel, uh, that is sort of coming out and it's about Solo and Lando. I, I'm calling him Solo now, which is weird. You are. Yeah, that's weird. I should call him Han. I'm calling him Solo because of the movie Solo. It's yeah. weird. It's so weird. Wait, but a I wonder... Star Wars movie with the name of the character? No. That's never been. Right. A Star Wars movie with the name of the character in it. What? That's just... No. Not a solo on Star Wars. Well, it's Star Wars now. Solo. <laughs> it's not your father's Star Wars, Liam. Uh... Well, I think that's because, like, 
all of the movies that we've had so far, them individually weren't on. Like, this one was on Luke. This one was mm. on Leia. This one was on Chewie or whatever. Yeah. Like, if it were, it would be, like, the Skywalker legend or, or something. Yeah. Or something like yeah. that for Luke. Sure. This is a story about Solo. Right. About Han so Solo. So, it would be called Solo. I mean, it's the obvious choice. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um... Yeah, so so this book, this big novel, is called Last Shot, and it is by Daniel Jose Older. I think older, older, older. I'm not sure. Um, yeah, so this one is going to connect three eras in the lives of Han Solo and Lando Calrissian. So uh, Michael Siglane, who is the uh, the publishing guy, uh, he says that part of it takes place before the events of Solo and focuses on Lando and L-337. Part of it takes place between Solo and A New Hope, and that focuses on Han and Chewie, and that's where we get Sana Staros for the first time. Uh-huh, we're going to get Sana in this one. Awesome. Uh, and, uh, and then also part of it takes place post-Return of the Jedi, after Return of the Jedi, and that's where we see Han, Leia, a very young Ben Solo, and Lando come into the story. Oh my gosh, ah! Ben Solo! We see Young them? Ben wait, Solo! Wait, I mean, we're going to read about them, ben? yes. I don't know, toddler, I'm assuming, yeah, I don't know. Oh, you little baby Kylo Ren! <laughs> uh, he's a little monster. <laughs> <laughs> I love how, like, the Millennium Falcon is, like... Mm. into their clothes. You're talking about the cover, yeah. So yeah, these covers, it looks so it's cool. a it's a reversible dust jacket. So on one side of the dust jacket, it's Han, and then you can take the dust jacket off, turn it around, and then it'll be Lando. Yeah, I really like the art on those. Really cool. Um, and then there's some convention exclusives. Uh, one of them is Chewie, and the other is L3. Oh, cool. Yeah, so... Uh, um, the Millennium Falcon doesn't blend in with Chewie at all. Because Chewie's kind of weird? just... Oh, fur. He's just all fur. Mm, yeah. But it looks really cool. Yeah, on L thirty-seven. So we're gonna get a uh, we're gonna get a blurb, a little blurb about this book later on. After we go through these books, I'll read a blurb from Last Shot. But let's go through and talk about this next one, which is a young adult book called Star Wars Most Wanted. So this one is about Han and Kira. Yeah, about a younger Han, and uh, it says. We'll see what it was like for these two kids from Corellia to survive the seedy streets of this industrial world. They're definitely products of their environment, and this story shows that. I want to read it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it says why, Anna. You're... But yeah. Um... Wait, what? <laughs> Young adult. Why? Oh, well, yeah. Yeah, I guess. But also, but, but just what it's about. Yeah, like them younger. Uh-huh. Yeah. I really want to read right. that. That so, sounds so cool. Well, this book is written for you, Anna. <laughs> you, you are the you are the target audience for this book, I think. Uh, you know, kids who are your age. Um, but <laughs> maybe, I'm, I want to read it too. Maybe a little older. Maybe a little but... older, but I definitely want to read this one. Also, uh, um, Ray Carson. I'm assuming that I can't read it then? Of course you can. Of course you can. Depends. Just because you're not the target, I'm not the target audience for, uh, you know, a lot of Star Wars stuff, but I still read it. They're not writing it for 39-year-old guys. Aha, uh-huh, finally admitted what age he was. Yep. 39. That's <laughs> not, it's not a secret. Um, 
yeah, so that one looks good. Uh, and that is by Ray Carson, and she uh, has written some other YA books called The Girl of Fire and Thorns. Have you heard of either of those, Anna? I've heard of Girl of Fire, I Girl think, of Fire? but I don't know what it's about. Mm, okay. Yeah, so, and I think she had a story in, uh, from a certain point of view. I think Daniel Jose Older may have also. That name sounds really familiar to yes, me. Yes, yeah. same. Yeah, yeah. Very familiar. So he must have had a, a story in that book, too. Yeah, and then here's a Lando. We get, we're going to get a Lando comic miniseries, and I love this this image of Lando on the cover of the this cover? comic book. Yeah. Because it's, so I mean, it's Donald Glover Lando, already, right? There it's already like neon. is a Lando comic book. There is a Lando comic, Liam, but we're getting another one. We're going to oh get another gosh, mini-series. Yep, it's going to be a, a five-issue series, I think. And it says... Oh, is there a typo, Anna? Yeah, there's a typo. <laughs> it says ought instead of two. <laughs> Anna found a typo. <laughs> we think everyone is going to want ought read more about Lando. <laughs> we All right. I want ought read. Okay. <laughs> anyway, um, it says it's focused on Lando set during an incident right before the film with backstory about Lando and L3. So, that's cool. This is coming out after the movie. Uh, we think looks... everyone is going to want ought to read. <laughs> right, right, right. right. Want ought to read. How did they put that out? Mistakes happen. Everyone makes mistakes. It's okay. Uh, of course, we're going to get a, the art of Solo, uh, just like we have all the other art, the art of books, concept art, stuff like that. This one should be interesting because... I think we're going to get a lot of information about what this movie was going to be. And I think there are characters, right? Like, we know there are characters played by, like, uh, Michael K. Williams, who, who is no longer in the movie. But there was a whole character developed for him. And, and it's not going to be in there. But hopefully we'll get to see concept art of his character in this book. Yes. So we'll get some kind of hints of maybe, that would be really cool. you know, what Miller and Lord were going to do before... Uh, before the movie was handed to, to Ron Howard, right? Should be pretty cool. Uh, like those books. And then, of course, Solo, the official guide. This is sort of like a visual dictionary, but I think it's... Um, this says that it's going to give you uh, visual dictionary stuff, but also kind of a cross-sections book in the what same book. What does that mean? So the cross-sections is where, it, like, the ships, you know? It shows you, like, the inside of the ships. Uh-huh. So, but the visual dictionary is, you know, like, we have the visual dictionary. Uh-huh. For the Last Jedi, I checked out the cross sections from the library. This book is going to be like a combination of the two. Oh, cool! Yeah, what's up, Liam? Oh my gosh! Corellian Hound. <laughs> Corellian Hound. Hound's dice. So check it. So there is a there's an image on the front of this called a oh, Corellian Hound. That's freaky. <laughs> it's totally freaky. Oh my gosh! What the heck is that? Daddy showed me that earlier. You're not a fan of that, huh? Yeah. That that's just freaky. What the heck? Uh, is that their speeder? Yeah, the it has that speeder that we see in the trailer. M46? It's a M M sixty eight land speeder, so that's cool. Um, good image of the Falcon. We got a really cool image of Lando, and he appears to be wearing a scarf of some kind. And we saw that on the cover of that comic too. Um, yeah, nice image of Kira on here. Yes, Hans Dice. Uh, pretty cool. Pretty cool. Written by Pablo Hidalgo, thankfully, because, you know, he knows how to write these books. <laughs> uh, but the cross-section books are usually written by Jason Fry, so I'm kind of hoping that he has some some help with him on that, or, I don't know, we'll see. Jason Fry's a pretty busy guy. Okay, so this is... <laughs> so, oh my 
we were, ta- <laughs> we were talking earlier because before we started the podcast, we were looking at this image of of Han and Chewie that's on StarWars.com. Um, and, and Chewie kind of has these goggles on and Liam said he looked kind of like a cool guy. And I said, there was cool dude. So, so there's this, so there's this book called star Wars creatures and aliens. Uh, the movie making magic oh, of star sorry. Wars creatures and aliens. I apologize. No, um, a cinematic book. The movie making magic of star Wars creatures yes, and aliens. Okay. Exclusive interactive features. Yeah. Take you, uh, take, that you, take behind. you behind the scenes. Right. Go down, go down. Oh my. Mark, Mark Salisbury. Salisbury. <laughs> Salisbury. Okay. All right. Anyway, so there's this awesome <laughs> image of Chewie, and he's got it's these goggles on, and it looks like the wind is kind of blowing on his fur. And he just he looks like a cool guy on a beach. I don't know. And there's water <laughs> behind him. Waves. <laughs> I think he's in this on the snow planet. Oh but. my god. Maybe I'll take a screenshot of this and make it the the top image on our yes. our uh, uh, podcast page on our website. Yes, yeah. So we should have cool gachu. Cool gachu. Cool gachu. So that kind of is, uh, and there's just a bunch. There's a bunch of books, right? Yes. So we're gonna kind of go through pretty quick here. This is a, a middle grade reader called uh, the Mighty Chewbacca in the Forest of Fear, Chewy, and that is K two S O. Uh, and uh, Loth Cat, apparently, or Tuka, depending on where you are. And then uh, a character also uh, in this. Yeah. So, no, I don't think... uh, He sent on a pet-sitting mission to care for a golden Tuka. Uh, So, and this, the Tuka must be maybe owned by this person. I'm not quite sure who this is. pet-sitting. Oh, a new character called Maeve Trillick. Maeve. Pet, oh, interesting. Pet, pet sitting. Pet in sitting. Star Wars. Yes, he's I a know. pet himself. No, he's not. Yeah, he is. Well, he's on Solo's pet. Oh, that is wow. I that's kind of speciesist. Oh, I'm pretty no, sure. I'm pretty sure that is. Well, it's speciesist. Like that guy's a pet too. Well, I true, kind of agree with true, you there. True, that true. even though he's a cute little cat, domestication is a form of speciesism. But so if he's a <laughs> pet then he can be a pet okay. too well he's not it's spe- well it's, oh. it's species out of two species <laughs> okay. so you're saying that he's better than him or he's better than she uh. or whoever whatever gender they are just, just gotta okay so anyway her name is Maeve Trillick and I, I thought like Maeve that's a Star Wars name already but it's not actually Maeve is the name of Tandy Newton's character in uh Westworld, so never mind. Okay. Um, oh, and Tandy Newton plays something. In. She plays Val, and so uh, yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> okay. Makes sense why they look mm. so similar. <laughs> I don't think they do at all. I do. Oh, really? Okay. I think she has some white dots on her forehead. Look at that. She's got like these arrow things. Anyway. And their hair don't really look the same. Mm. Yeah, it Maybe a young, young Val. Who knows? All right, so we also have some some of those Star Wars Adventures comics for kids. Uh, there's like going to be a series with Han and Chewie where they go to a planet and uh, they crash in an ocean and then they turn the electricity on and it turns out the planet's alive. And this anyway, it's silly. Uh, really little kid book called I Am a Wookiee. There's going to be a, a story of uh, Han and Chewie's The Train Heist, right? Uh, so from Solo the movie... Uh, it's going to be a retelling of that train heist. So, in comic book, in uh, just like a uh, like a board book, like a young reader, you know. I really like that. There's a bunch of comic books here. 
Yeah, yeah. And there's novels and a bunch of comic books right. for me because I like comic books and not yep. novels. Well, that one wasn't a comic, really. It's more like the, uh, but it is. It's a picture book. This oh, one's kind of oh cool. Oh my gosh, a Choose Your Destiny? A Choose Your Destiny, Choose Your Own Adventure, Han and Chewie adventure. <laughs> that's, that's so cool. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So it says, the, the description of this one's pretty funny. It says, they're on a seemingly easy smuggling gig, but then to save himself and Chewie and the Falcon, Han tells the people of this world he's Jabba the Hutt, and things go from bad to worse before they have to get out of there. <laughs> hey, another way that Han is like Ezra. He tells people his name is Jabba. <laughs> yet another. Yet another. So this cover has this image of, you know, Han, he's piloting the Falcon, I guess. And Chewie right behind him, grabbing something. Chewie is not a pet. Yes, he is. No, he's not. Okay. But I love that this Han is based on Alden Ehrenreich. Like, that face is not based on Harrison Ford. I mean, like, they look similar enough, but you can tell, like, the artist... Yeah. based this face on Alden Ehrenreich. And we're going to get a lot of that in the comics and stuff, too. Any young Han Solo stuff, it's not going to look like a young Harrison Ford. Kind of cool. Also a little little weird for this uh, this old guy. Uh, <laughs> okay, so here's one that is called Star Wars, Chewie and the Courageous Kid. Hey, does this look familiar to yes, you? Yes, yes! Yeah, it's going to be a retelling of that Chewie comic series. I love that Chewie comic series. Yeah, with uh, and that's Zaro, right? Her name is Zaro. Yeah. Yeah. I love Zaro. Pretty cool. Yeah. So it's going to be kind of a you know a little bit younger version of that you know for the littler kids. But and it includes stickers. It includes stickers. Yay! Speaking of stickers, there's a bunch of sticker books and yeah, some young reader books, uh, just kind of retelling the movie in a basic way. Uh, coloring book, of oh, course. Book. Sticker books. Cool. Find it. Look and find book. Oh my gosh, it's one of those books that you can... One of those. Hey, one of them is the credit symbol. Yeah, one of those, like, sound books where you push the button and it makes Chewy roar. The credit... What is What number is the... Or what sound is the credit symbol going to make? Like a... Like a ching-ching, kind of like a... Ching-ching! Mm-hmm, yeah, who knows. Uh, sticker books. Sticker Sticker books. <laughs> oh, stickers. Those must sell. I mean, like, you kids... Liam, you... You had one sticker book that you really liked, right? You took the stickers off one page, and then you'd find the place where it went in the book, and you'd match it up. And that kind of helps you learn, like, the names of the characters and stuff like that. But but I am just amazed at how many sticker books are out there. They must must sell. I mean, a lot of people must really like those. Otherwise, they wouldn't make them. Uh, Another, you know, early reader, Han on the Run. So there's another activity book with a really good shot of the Falcon on it. Uh, and this image of a stormtrooper who we're going to see uh, in just a little bit. A uh, new stormtrooper. Looks kind of like a shore trooper, but isn't. Uh, yeah, so let's read that blurb about... Uh, what's it called? Last shot? Last shot. Last shot. Thank you. Okay, here it is. Even the fastest ship in the galaxy can't outrun the past. Then. So this is saying, like, then. This is what happened. 
It's one of the galaxy's most dangerous secrets, a mysterious transmitter with unknown power and a reward for its discovery that most could only dream of claiming. But those who fly the Millennium Falcon throughout its infamous history aren't your average scoundrels. Not once but twice, the crew of the Falcon tries to claim the elusive prize. First, Lando Calrissian and the droid L-337 at the dawn of an ambitious career, and later, a young and hungry Han Solo with the help of his co-pilot... Pat! Chewbacca. But the device's creator, the volatile criminal Fison Gore, isn't interested in sharing. And Gore knows how to hold a grudge. Oh, Gore's the guy. Gore? Gore might be the guy in the suit. Do you think? Maybe. Could be. Because then it'd be a guy. Then it would be... Right? I don't know. Who is knows? Gore, is it Gore? Uh, it, it does say he, I think, yes. Um, so, and then it says now. It's been ten years... Since the rebel hero Han Solo last encountered Faison Gore. After mounting a successful rebellion against the Empire and starting a family with an Alderanian princess, Han hasn't given much thought to the mad inventor. But when Lando turns up at Han's doorstep in the middle of the night, it's Faison's assassins that he's running from. And without Han's help, Lando and all life on Cloud City. This is after Return of the Jedi, I remember. All life on Cloud City, Lando must be back on Cloud City, will be annihilated. With the assistance of a young hotshot pilot, an Ewok slicer prodigy, the woman who might be the love of Lando's life, and Han's best and furriest friend, Pat, the two most notorious scoundrels in the New Republic are working together once more. They'll have to journey across the stars and into the past before Gore uses the device's power to reshape the galaxy. Awesome, 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 awesome. <laughs> Looks pretty cool. Um, so I love that we're getting stuff after Return of the Jedi. Yes, Yay! yes, yes, yes. And uh, I think it means, I mean, maybe this means Lando goes back and lives on Cloud City because it's talking about how like the people of Cloud City are going to be killed or something like that if they don't if they don't save them. Um I wonder who the young hotshot pilot is. Could it be like a really young Poe Dameron? Probably not. Um because he would be really young. Uh, Maybe Ben. Uh no, I think this would be before Ben's old enough to fly, probably. Yeah. yeah. Probably. Um is and Poe Ewok. Yes, Poe is older than Ben. Poe was born before Return of the Jedi. Yeah, he so was like, Poe might be old enough. It could be a really Oh yeah, it could be. Could be He'd be very young, but yeah. Um an Ewok slicer? So slicer is like the word for like hacker, like someone who can get into computer systems and <laughs> <laughs> right. Like uh like the mass like a code breaker. Supposed to be right? like not that smart or something. <laughs> well, <laughs> You are just going to it. Wow, this is. Ujaba! Ujaba! Wait, no. Ujaba! Ujaba! Those are the Ujaba's the thing that the sand crawler people say. Oh, the Jawas? Yeah, the Jawas. They say Ujaba? Yeah. Okay. Wait, no. I don't know. Ujaba's the song in. Um, yeah, the Jabba Flow. Ujaba's right. the song in. Oh, what? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Okay, okay. I feel that your laughter about the Ewok Slicer is quite. This is like the episode for speciesism here. But, no, but yes, I know. I know. Because Ewok so <laughs> oh, Ewoks are cute? What? Because they're small? They're That's, furry. Because okay. they look like teddy bears. Daddy, <laughs> too. They look like teddy oh, bears. Oh, yes, I know. Walking 
teddy bears right. that go that go I'm so glad that none of Star Wars is real so that we can we can say things that are speciesist and people hopefully won't get offended. So it is kind of funny though, right? Because Ewoks, what we've seen of Ewoks, they're they're not smart at all. Oh, they're smart. Uh, yeah, of course they're smart. Um, just because they're not uh, what we would say civilized, just because they don't have like buildings that you well, know, have look you like ever ours. Seen and... Ewoks tried to ride a. Um... But that's but that's like Speaker? saying yeah, you have. That's like saying fish are oh. not smart because they can't climb a tree. You know, like it's not. No, it's not because it's Star Wars. No, but it Daddy. is. It is though because Ewoks live on Endor, and they don't know anything else except for their and life. And they climb trees because they're super good at climbing trees because they live on Endor. <laughs> and ah, and... Daddy. <laughs> 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 How am I being left out here? I don't understand. What's because happening? That was such a bad <laughs> no. example because Ewoks <laughs> climb trees. Oh, so you're saying no. that fish can't <laughs> climb trees? That's another example. <laughs> but it's so funny because Ewoks actually <laughs> climb trees. Yeah, that's like the best thing they're good at. I don't know. <laughs> I don't understand why that's funny. Okay, fish stop. Can't climb know, trees. You don't have to keep explaining. But I can't even focus on it because it's so ridiculous. Okay, do you understand what I mean, though? Like, yes. you can't you can't judge someone's intelligence based on on, on what, what you know on what you know, yeah. right? That's what I was saying. Like, there's I mean, that's the old saying, right? The fish climbing a tree. That's I didn't make that oh, up, right? No, okay. no. Stop, um, stop, stop it! Stop it! Stop! 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 I know, I know, I know. I get it. I get it. <laughs> I, I think when I listen back to this and I'm editing, I think then I'll understand why it's funny. Aha! Aha! So, fish <laughs> climb trees, but Ewoks don't. That's not species it. No. That's just what we, what one can do and what one other can't. Uh, you mean fish you, you can't climb trees up, but and right. Ewoks can? Yeah. Because yes. you said fish can climb trees okay. and Ewoks can't. Jeez. No, I said yes, fish no. can climb no, trees you... and Ewoks can climb trees. I said no, fish can't them. climb trees. I know, exactly. <laughs> what is going on? We have to stop. We have to stop. I don't stop. know. We have to okay. leave that in there. We're done. Okay. We're done. Toy reveals. What? We've got a whole five minutes. Okay. That was... Oh, my gosh. All right. But the image of an Ewok slicer does, it does seem kind of comical because it what does. we know of Ewoks, they don't use computers. They don't use technology, right? Yeah. They are really good at building villages and trees and they have a whole culture and a whole society. They're not, they're not just mindless furballs, right? I mean, right. they, they are smart. They have. <laughs> Unlike Chewie, the walking carpet. Stop, stop. <laughs> good Lord. Oh, I apologize to all the Wookiees and Ewoks out there. Yeah, me in Star too. Wars Land. Um, Wait, in Star Wars Land, but like let's, literally uh, in Star Wars Land, they'll be Ewoks. Oh, probably will be in Star Wars Land. Oh yeah. my God! I, I can you cannot a ask Chewbacca cosplay um, and say, "Hey, you're Han Solo's pet." Hi. <laughs> and it's He's not wise to, to upset Ewok a Wookiee. Cosplay to say, hey, "Yeah, like you teddy bear." <laughs> That's species. <laughs> Stop it. Okay. All right.
right, let's go to the no. We got we got some new toys. Oh my gosh, no, we can't get back out of this. All right, some new toys. Um, so we have uh, some new images of toys from io9 here. Um, you know, whatever, Han Solo, sure. Uh, the Lando, the which gives us a really scar. good look has, at his like, scarf. eyes, like uh, his eyebrows look raised. His he's eyebrows like, do not look that great. Um, like, hmm. it, they could have done a better job. They can always do a better on job eyes. on the faces, yeah. Uh, and then really cool she image looks of really good. Kira in in her, her best eighties really gear looks pretty good. Uh, and then we have this. Oh my god! Uh, Meet the Imperial Range Trooper. Kind of looks like a shore trooper. <laughs> But wow, that's not what I was, thought you'd say. No, literally, silly, look at huh? Feet. He looks oh silly. my gosh! What? He looks silly. Looks like he has boots. He looks like he both broke. He broke both of his feet. Okay, he does. He does. Okay, he what? Does. Okay, wow. Okay, that's not. Like this is. I thought this. I thought this guy looked kind of cool, but uh, he makes you're Why going for silly. Why does he have a rug on him? So, <laughs> Why does he have a rug on him? Oh, he's like wearing a, a coat. Like a fashionable so that looks he's like got, a rug. This stormtrooper has a coat on. And then what I don't... The? Okay, I don't know. But there are these things, these contraptions on this stormtrooper's feet. And I have to think they have something to do with the environment that he's in. Looks like he's maybe in a cold weather. I should say he or she. Because we, we all know there's female stormtroopers. Um... No, not. No, this is not the swamp one. We're going to get to that one. Uh, so this guy would not be on Minban. This guy would be on uh, what other planet? The snow planet, maybe, right? The one with the train? Maybe? Maybe? I don't maybe know. Maybe he's part of the train heist. Maybe. Guys. So are the boots oh, some wait, sort of like magnetic there. boots that stick to the train so he can walk up onto the train? Or do they have like jetpacks on the boots so he can fly around or what? I don't know. Cool. Okay, that'd be a little cool, but it still does not look like great. No, not a fan, huh? No. I don't okay. like the coat. All right. No, neither. So, it's so on Stormtrooper. Okay. Like it's so on Imperial. Like Imperial. What kind of Imperial would let their would let their Stormtrooper wear a coat? Well, wait outside. till you see the Mud Trooper on Minban. Does oh. it look weirder? So, some more action figures were released. Uh, we got Tobias Beckett, and uh, looks pretty cool. Um, not yeah, sure about this black jumpsuit thing he's got going on underneath all the coat and stuff. Uh, um, this is a Mimban Stormtrooper. That looks cool. So really muddy and with a black cape. But other than that, pretty but much a normal really Stormtrooper. Cool, Does look cool. That is super cool. Yeah. And uh, just, uh, you know, Hoth Leia. Anyway, there's some other oh action gosh, figures Emma. here. Really cool Emma. But Hold I on. don't like her dress, though. It looks too... No? Too dressy? I don't know, I guess, yeah. yeah. Uh, one thing that I really like oh in this gosh. is that oh we are getting... Oh uh, my gosh, Han Solo Blaster. Oh, Liam sees the Han Solo Nerf Blaster. Oh, um, the most abhorrible... Oh, what is this? A 16-inch tall Ultimate Co-Pilot Chewie. Uh, ultimate Pet Chewie. You can even rock this Chewie to sleep. Oh my gosh, it'll respond to your voice. And actions with various snuffles and snarls. Wow. All right. Uh, it's adorable. Yeah. Yep. Um, also, there's a, a Afra, Afra action figure coming, Afra, Afra, which Afra, is pretty cool. Afra. So yeah, that that's a uh, 
new toys, giving us some new images of uh, troopers that we haven't seen before. Pretty cool. All right, well, let's go have a joke. <laughs> Laugh it up, fuzzball. Okay, here's the joke. How does Darth Vader go to the bathroom? <laughs> that was a really funny joke, too. Um, he literally just takes his suit off and just... Uh, I don't know. So yeah, so this was a this is actually a question that uh, our good friend Edie asked me a couple days ago, and I thought it sounded like the setup to a joke, right? And I was trying to think of a punchline, and I couldn't come up with one. So um, I think the setup is kind of funny on its own. How does Darth Vader go to the bathroom? Yeah. It's just kind of a funny question. Uh, but I want a punchline. So if anyone out there listening uh, could send us a punchline, that'd be great. Uh, you could do it. We have all, at the end of the episode, we'll list a bunch of different ways you can get a hold of us. Uh, let us know. How does Darth Vader go to the bathroom? We want to have a punchline, not an actual explanation, which I did give Edie, by the way. Not that I know, but I gave a couple different you know, thoughts on what that. What is it? Well, I think, Maybe you know, one of the thoughts is... that you can just lift up. And then you can yeah, lift. it's like a little pa- pa- men's pajama thing where yeah. you can go... Yeah. Okay. <laughs> ah, sweet relief. <laughs> <laughs> and then you fall asleep on the toilet. <laughs> and you pee all over the bed. <laughs> 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 you pee all over the bed. <laughs> No, you already said it all. You and don't he have to say it again. <laughs> he wakes no. up in the middle of the night and he falls asleep while he's standing up peeing and he gets all over the bathroom. Okay. <laughs> wow. Okay, hold on now. <laughs> What? I just thought maybe he doesn't have to go to the bathroom. Maybe because maybe he doesn't actually eat and drink. Maybe he has adult diapers. Adult, <laughs> adult diapers are not a laughing matter. I know, They're but not. for Darth, for Darth Vader, Vader, I, Darth Vader, 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 I guess. Yeah. Um, or maybe he just pees in his pants. There could also be, yeah, there could be some sort of container that he just takes out every once like in a while. Like in his foot or something, <laughs> like oh. a container coming out of here, and he just goes, shh. And he just takes it out. Mm. Ah, not tasting good. And yeah, then, yeah, that's and then, oh. and then it just keeps oh. real refilling no, with can't. his feet. Oh, see. <laughs> okay. Uh, and then he eats his poop and says, No. Let's get all over yeah. I'll get hallways of nope. the question and answer council. The question and answer council, where we ask questions and answer them. It's the question and answer council. It's the question and answer council. So there's quite a bit more speciesism and potty talk than I thought we would have in this episode, but uh, you know, I think I'll, I'll probably end up leaving most of it in because this is sometimes what happens. Are you gonna 
And this is this is just what happens sometimes. You're gonna leave it. The Darth Vader goes to I... the bathroom. It is adult. Stay on target. Stay on target. Okay, I have a question for the question and answer council. Did we move on from the last Jedi too quickly? No, I have no? Um, yeah. an answer. You have an answer, Anna. We haven't moved on. We haven't moved on. No, you no? cannot. You don't move on with Star Wars. No. Oh. You always go back and watch it again. Yeah, exactly. You oh. don't move on. Yeah, I don't think we've watched it. We haven't watched it in a while. It's, is it in the Riverview? At the cheap seats? It's yeah. not there yet. Oh, darn it. When it gets there, we need it. Oh, yeah. We'll go again. Go and, of course, the I think the Blu-ray is coming out Goodbye. in March or April. So, uh, yeah, that's right, Lamey. For my birthday, you gave me... A coupon so I pay for the tickets to go to The Last Jedi at the Riverview with him. That's right. And you and I, I, you and I are going to have a... So we would have a date at like a coffee shop or something and i'd buy him coffee and mm. we'd write and it's gonna be fun and we're gonna do some writing yeah writing at the coffee shop yeah that is gonna be fun i can't yeah. wait uh it's been a long time since i've gone to the coffee shop to write so <laughs> it'll be nice thank you do you know what time it is no no it's not time is it time for Darth Vader to go to the bathroom while it's nighttime where he is and be all over the walls of the bathroom <laughs> Wait, no. Or drink the pee it's out of the cup in his foot. Stop the All right, so Rebels is coming back, and it's ending soon. So I have a Rebels question for you kids. Uh, what is the name... And this is kind of a you know, deep dive. It's an episode that we didn't uh, watch more than once, I don't think. But this character's been in the show since then. What is the name of the other pilot that Sabine saved from Sky Strike Academy? There was Wedge and... Ha, 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 it starts with an H, right? Oh, it does start with an H, Liam. Havard. Havard? Havard. Does it have an O after it? It does. Oh... I want to say, like, hold. Am I Am I going? Uh, it doesn't say ho, it says ha. Ha. Hodge. Hot? No. Hodge. Ho. Hobby. 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 How did I forget that hobby? Yeah, totally. it's all right. It's all right. His full name is Derek Kilivian. Uh, Nickname is Hobby. So, there Why we go. Why is his nickname Hobby? I don't know. Is this Hobby giving nicknames or something? I, I don't know that, Anna. <laughs> you know, I, I, there's probably a Legends explanation for why his nickname is Hobby. I do not believe there is a canon explanation. Okay. Alright. So, yeah. Wow, this episode is... Crazy. Um, you know, I don't know. I'm not sure how much I'm going to edit on this. I, I might just leave it in because this is what happens sometimes and that's okay, you know? Yeah, uh, Darth kids, goes to the bathroom. Kid, it happens. Kids, he pees all over the walls. I mean, I kind of asked for it, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did. Right. I mean, asked for it. Thanks, Evie. <laughs> you, 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 you gave us a totally, 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 totally good, good, good use. Good maybe time of our podcast. Thank you. Yeah, maybe talking about how Darth Vader poos and peeps all over the. Who's in peeps? Okay. <laughs> Maybe in three years, I'll I'll take that audio and put it in our sixth anniversary episode, and we'll see what you sounded like when you were nine. 
Maybe. <laughs> yeah, 9 and 11. Maybe you guys will feel a little, little embarrassed about the I'll potty talk. Maybe. I will never be embarrassed about my potty talk. <laughs> never. Yeah, you will. No. no, honestly, I'm not. So, Liam, you want to take us out? Thanks for listening to episode 98 of Children of the Force. And as always, thank you to those who support us over on Patreon.com, Children of the Force. Your support allows us to do this podcast and make it better. If you like to reach out to us online, you can contest us via Twitter, at Force Children, Facebook, Children of the Force, email, Forestchildren at gmail.com. Website, www.childrenoftheforce.com. And head on over to speakpipe.com slash children of the force to leave us a voicemail that we will almost positively play on the show. We want to have your voice on the show. Just get it to us somehow. Email us, speakpipe, whatever you want. And finally, please leave us a review on iTunes or anywhere else you listen to us. Doing so will make it easier for more people to find us. For Children of the Force, I'm Al. I'm Anna. I'm Liam. And... <laughs> <laughs>